0: Welcome back, everyone, to Bottomless Broadway, where we talk musicals over mimosas. We're really excited to be here today. Um, it is, one, almost the one-year anniversary of Broadway Going Dark. Two, this two-year anniversary of the launch of our podcast. And three, um, we have a really, really special guest with us, Kira. And, um, of course, as always, Hi. I have my co-host, Christine. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, Kira, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kira Stevens. I am 16 years old. I am a actress. I'm a producer. I'm a writer. I'm a director. I'm an elite Paralympic athlete and probably a lot more.
2: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, that's that's not enough for you to do.
1: Yeah, and I'm also the youngest producer on Broadway. I
0: Before we talk about Broadway stuff, what is this Paralympic
1: stuff? I'm so intrigued. Definitely, I've been, I've been athletic my whole life. Um, my parents were collegiate athletes. My dad was a soccer player. My mom was a swimmer. So when they found out I had cerebral palsy at six months, they were saying, "Okay." We have to get you in the water. We have to get you active. So that kind of spiraled out of control. And my mom made a tri-team. I ended up doing 30-plus triathlons, which is swim, bike, run, and up until 11 years old. At 11, I did my first track and field meet. At my first meet, I qualified for nationals. And yeah, the rest is history. I um I forgot to mention that the world record in the 1500 track and field uh mm. T35 run.
2: Wow, congratulations. Wow. And then
1: for the <laughs> thank you for theater I think um I started acting I think three when I was three or four and that spiraled into dance that did gymnastics. I did anything just to get myself out there I've never dreamed of actually being on Broadway until like a few years back mm-hmm. but now I can say okay it is possible you know I think my first theater yeah. theater performance was a starring role in my like local school play and I was playing Tolula the Tolula the turtle and base I think I was uh, mm-hmm. a a composer like a, a theater composer I'm pretty sure but I had this big turtle suit and it basically I felt on top of the world I still remember that
2: <laughs> oh that's so great so and then you also transitioned to like producing and stuff was that something that just sort of happened or was that something that you wanted to do
1: that happened during quarantine <laughs> So, um, what happened was my friend, at my friend, she was um, wanting me to talk to this guy, and of course he's an f. He was an f boy, which I don't want to say it out loud, but you know what it is. <laughs> uh, right. So that didn't that yeah that didn't happen. And what happened? She was like, oh, you have too high of expectations which i don't because the bar is set really low like to the ground she was like you should make a you should make a movie or a tv show about that i don't know how that happened but i started writing a script and i originally wrote a book well a book in quotes <laughs> um i think i was like 13 or whatever like reading wattpad I don't know. I kind of revisited those characters at the same time. And then my first draft of the script or synopsis, I don't know, was horrible, like everything is. Um, so still to this day, I think I'm working on that same project, which kind of spiraled out of control, and it's gotten to be this big ordeal that I don't know if I can really say anything yet, but I don't even, it's, <laughs> I'm working on it and trying to submit it to literary managers, trying to get it to the big streaming services due to, due to like contracts and all this stuff. <laughs> but I learned so much about the business in these, how many months has it been? 10, 9, something about that. Just by this one script, but um, I've been working on like different ideas, different things to like build my resume, get people actually to know me. That's how the whole sticks and stones and um, Broadway world record and now Houdini came to be. Honestly, I just wanted to get my name out there. And I wanted people to take me seriously for this pilot for a TV series that I'm trying to get these big name people of involved and I've contacted so many people. It's crazy. Um, but honestly, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do this because I wanted to create my own opportunities. And that's led me to meet these amazing people and become the founder and CEO of my production company and have all these amazing people reach out to me and say, Oh you're such an inspiration. How do I do this blah blah blah?
2: Yeah, I mean like I'm really impressive impressed at the kind of drive you had because I had no ambitions when I was a 16 year old. But um and I think it's it's really cool that you like sort of know what you want to do.
3: Every day's war that I know
2: you mentioned sticks and stones um yes and so can you just tell us how you got involved with that and like what the process of creating something like that especially in the pandemic like you know now theater's all a different definition of theater than we we traditionally know
1: definitely yes oh my gosh so actually um i think i my friend my friend sent me a a link to this casting thing, casting call. And I never, kn- I didn't know any, didn't think it was anything like any star, any uh, cast, like big name people. I didn't know anything about that. I was just looking for opportunities at the time. And um, I was coming fresh off of an injury from the pandemic, from weightlifting, I should say. So I was like looking for opportunities and anything just to get my name out there and just to get going so to speak and um when my I signed up and I sent a video clip of me singing um I think it was You Can't Stop the Beat by um Hairspray by Hairspray (laughs) the musical and I love that I love that musical by the way that's amazing but uh, then I told them oh I have cerebral palsy and and um, I do this, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know that they were looking for kids with disabilities. So that might have been the reason I got in. I'm not sure about that though. But anyway, um, so I didn't. So, uh, uh I didn't know that Audra McDonald or George Salazar or Joshua, Col- Joshua Robert Collie were oh, yeah. involved until like. I don't know, maybe after the rehearsal process, <laughs> and then they came into rehearsal, they came into the one of rehearsal, and everybody was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like they were freaking out.
2: How did rehearsals work then? Like, did you have, was it mostly the director telling you kind of what they were looking for? And like, you would maybe talk to the other people in the ensemble? Or like, how did that Come so the together. director,
1: it um, there was two directors, John, uh, John McDaniel, he's like a, a legend. Scott Logsdon, another legend. Like, it was on Zoom, so the people that couldn't make it, I think Zoom has like a limit of a hundred people. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So the cast, the just the assemble was hundred and twenty something people from all over the world. All nationalities, all um, disabilities, anything like that. That's how I got a lot of these connections that I have with the um, disability uh, theater community. And that's how I got to know, like, my disability manager and everybody like that. Um, but yeah, it had a Zoom thing and they sent out a link and um, they did this little interview thing where it said, Oh, put your face on a picture put your face on like the Instagram and say okay what have you done and um what have you been in and I think the only thing that I put on mine was frozen junior which it's kind of embarrassing now that I think about it because I've done so much more since then but um at the time it was yeah (laughs) but I've grown so much it's crazy
2: yeah. Um, so then when you were sort of like working on this, what, what was the timeline for this? Like between when you first got your role and your um, lines or whatever up until when it was a completed product?
1: Yes, it was a really quick turnaround. I think it was like three to four weeks or no, maybe two to three weeks. Yeah. And then the editors only had 16 days to put this whole thing together. So I remember just taping my take, so to speak, like at the very last minute on the last night that <laughs> it was going in. So it was really stressful for and me being a perfectionist. I had to get everything right. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, being my first time on like a, a pre-recorded, it was a mess. But it was a good learning experience. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um,
3: yeah.
2: And so, it, was this sort of, this was, I guess, the first sort of um, pandemic theater virtual thing that you did? Have you done yes. anything else, like, related to that up until then? I was mostly
1: writing um, up until oct- open, up until September, op- August-ish and like auditioning for various things because when you audition you don't for me it took maybe oh geez maybe two years to get my first like um say okay we want you in this production (laughs) and then everything else just kind of spiraled
0: so we both watched sticks and stones and um i was personally so impressed by it i like Didn't have very high expectations, to be honest, because, yeah, so the two of us have both seen, like, a fair share of virtual shows since Broadway went dark. I think Christine's seen a lot more than I have. And, yeah, like, I was very Uh. excited for all of them. I was very impressed by the cast for all of them. But, like, they didn't work for me that well. Like, I didn't find the songs that catchy and, like. I don't know like I'm super happy that people are still creating content and like it's always great to see since like we have nothing else right now but yeah my expectations were like just not high for virtual shows in general and I really liked Sticks and Stones I'm kind of sad that there's not like a soundtrack I can listen to weirdly my favorite song is like I don't know what it's called but it's like the evil brothers song where they like talk about beating him
2: up
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I,
2: I like that it wasn't just, um you know, like a lot of the virtual theater, I don't know how much of it you've seen, but a lot of it is just kind of like Zoom and people do like some interesting things like they have costumes or something. Um, But I think this was cool because it was like you had different backgrounds, you kind of had different effects like that one song where the prophet is talking about like which brother is going to be king. You you know, he had like the pictures of all the brothers kind of like go across and he was like, not you, not you, not you. Um, and so I think things like that really just made it a more interesting thing to watch rather than just like talking heads and stuff. So I think it was really well put together. Um, also for our listeners, we will have the link to this on YouTube if anyone is intrigued by our discussion and also wants to to see it. And this was also a fundraiser for both um, Broadway Cares and Born This Way Foundation. Um, So for anyone who's interested in donating, then that would, of course, I'm sure be appreciated.
0: Sorry, really quick for our listeners who may be interested and have no idea what we're talking about. Um, So yeah, Kara is part of this show called Sticks and Stones, which I genuinely really, really like. It's only an hour long, so it won't take up a lot of your time. Um, It's I think also supposed to raise awareness on cyberbullying and it kind of like ties parallels between high school life and David and Goliath. And it kind of all comes down to being a decent person. Um, yeah, it's really palatable again, just like 60 minutes, super chill. So everyone should just click the link in our show notes and put it on.
3: Special. You're
2: just Do you still, like, stay in touch, or did you get to know any of the other people that you worked with? I, um, I met this girl,
1: I met a lot of, like, these dis- disability people, people with disabilities, and that introduced me to so much more opportunities for myself, even though I don't even look like I have a disability, but, you know. I met this really amazing like actress, singer, dancer. Her name's Holly Connor. Um, she's, I think she has autism and she's blind. Um, she's done so much and it's really amazing just to see all these people and how they persevere.
2: I think that's really cool how they tried to bring together people of um, disabilities and stuff? Because, you know, obviously that's not a thing that we see very often on Broadway or even on a smaller scale in theater in general. So, but yeah, so you mentioned um, Broadway World Record, which is another project you're working on. Do you want to sort of give our listeners like a description about that and everything? (laughs) Yes.
1: So Broadway World Record um, is basically a Guinness World Record attempt at breaking the world record for the most number of people in a a sing-along video, which is 5,000 people singing the chorus of From Now On, From The Greatest Showman, which is kind of really cool. Mm -hmm. I am, for that, I was put on the production team as an associate producer to help find submissions to help get people interested and i think we have four more four more days to um, get submissions and so that's been my goal for the past 2 months and i've been working really hard on that i did i submitted my video maybe a month before they were looking for producers and i didn't even know if it was actually broadway i just thought okay so it's a it's a submission like thing that i was mm-hmm. going to get my name out there and um, yeah, so I, um, they were looking for, they were looking for producers, and I was like, you know what, I might be able to be good at this. I never knew that James, Char- James Charles, Perez Hilton, the whole cast of Mean Girls Broadway, the whole cast of Frozen, there's a whole mm-hmm. list of people, and it's really, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think it's more about bringing the people together than breaking a record.
0: What's the criteria for submission? Do you guys like kick out people that suck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's, no, definitely not. um, Everybody's, everybody's included. Um, Basically it's, you have to sing the chorus from, from now on. So it's, and we will come back home and we will come back home. I've had people talk, and I've had people belt it out. I've had these really amazing singers, singers um, submit.
0: Are you guys going to edit all together?
1: Yes, we are. So um, I'm not the person who does it because <laughs> I don't know if I can be an editor. Um, but um, someone is. I don't know who that is. But um, they are going to edit it all together. Hope I don't know how, but... Um, they're gonna figure it out. They haven't really told us <laughs> who's missing the the main part.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have a lucky job or if it's like, oh, I, I mean, I feel off, bad for them. Based for... off what you just said, like some people
0: just speak yeah. it and some people belt it. Like, how in the world are they going to edit exactly. that together?
1: I had a submission, I think, maybe two weeks ago or something, I think. And it was just a picture of this guy's face with the audio. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Uh, but everything still counts, right?
2: Do you know why this song was chosen Um, from now on?
1: I have no clue. I mean, I, I think I had a crush on Zach and Fry, like in <laughs> the early high school days.
2: Didn't we all? <laughs> Were you born and during the early
1: like, high school musical days? Sure. Yes, Cause... I was two into the Oh wait, hold on. It was two thousand six, right? Yeah, so I was I know,
0: two. Yeah, I had a crush on him during the high school musical days, but at least I was old enough to see him uh... in the theaters. <laughs> Your new show, so you said it's called Houdini, and it's coming out March first.
1: Yes, delusion. Yes. So at, um, delusion, delusion, d delusion.
0: Got I it. Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah, they had an open call for like a contest thingy. Not not necessarily, but a contest audition thing, and uh, I just submitted it maybe um, a week ago. Two days ago, I got notified via email that I got in and um, that they're using my audition tape thingy in the original musical. So I'm so glad I actually got effort, like I put effort into that <laughs> because I, <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that it was going to happen like that. So I wasn't part of that, but there's uh, there's a uh, um, contest thing that's coming out. And that's um, going into like this musical thingy that they had a uh, submit via email. And um, that's another thing that I really thought that I wouldn't be doing a lot of when I started, when I entered this business. I didn't realize email was such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I was delusional. But um, huh. yeah.
0: I'm on their website right now. So it looks like March 1st yeah. is submission deadline and then um, yes. March 9th, which is the day that our episode comes out, they announce the winner.
3: Why should I apologize for reaching higher? Staying small to keep the status quo. I'm a blazing ball should go and I'm It's darkest before the light. My future's clear. It's lonely here. But I will not be ruled by fear. Release me.
0: So, um, what's next for you? Do you have anything else planned? Um, like, during lockdown or in
1: the long run? For now, um, for my, when I say, like, Short term, I mean, like in the next, I don't know, couple maybe month, two months. I have a, I have a lot of meetings for like um, agents and managers and stuff like that. But I also I'm looking into like literary managers trying to pitch this thing to Netflix, which is a mess. And um, wow,
0: this is I'm the trying, like the um, the show you wrote what you're pitching. Yes.
1: Right. I've been writing. I've been, I've, I've wrote, a have wrote a pilot. I've wrote a feature. I've wrote a lot of things. And, um, my production company, Firely Type Productions, is full of all teenagers. Um, and I am trying to pitch this other series besides the scripted one to this company. And with the move, with my move to Florida it's been a mess. Um but yeah. So I'm just living life and everything that comes to me I take <laughs> it. I feel like that's the way to gain experience, that's the way to gain. I think um for at least Broadway world record world yeah, Broadway world record I think um maybe a A week ago, I was so um, I was checking every five seconds if if someone DM'd me on Instagram. (laughs) Like submission wise submissions, like Mm. that's how I think either my anxiety or like you know it's weird. That's something just I'm excited to see come together and finally be done with trying to get submissions in. I I feel like I've been working my butt. I feel like I've been working my butt off for I don't know, a couple months and it's yeah. going to be all yeah. worth it and I'm so grateful for the experience. Um it's crazy. But for the but for the future for the future future maybe in the next maybe in the coming years, I don't know. I've been talking to various music managers and um maybe starting that career, I think, I think music has always been my first love. I feel like I've played piano off and on since I was four, maybe five. Um, I kind of stopped in 2016 due to like conflicts with training and, Mm -hmm. um, everything else. But then again, singing piano, um, I really want to go I really want to go into her and like have people that actually know my name. Mm. Um I think Sabrina Carpenter is like one of my biggest influences or like I she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um just seeing her on like my phone seeing her on stage while well, on my phone technically like the performance videos and of course Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. And um, Kelsey Ballerini, and I'm a big country music geek, and Taylor Swift, and all these really, really amazing artists that, what if one day I could collab with them, or what if one day I could perform on stage, because that's what I've been doing my whole life, is performing, whether it's on a stage, whether it's on a track, whether it's
2: in a pool, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a, um, as far as musical theater goes, is there like a role that you would really love to play or anything?
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Mm. (laughs) That's hard. Okay. Amber and Hairspray Live. Angelica and Hamilton. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, thank you, Kira, for coming on to our show and sharing everything that you've been involved in.
1: Thank you guys so much.
2: Yeah, it was was really cool to just listen to all that you're doing and um, you know, everything that's going on, despite the fact that Broadway's closed. We can be found on any podcast platform, Apple podcasts, Spotify, etc. cetera. Um, just search bottomless Broadway. We can also be found on Instagram and Twitter at bottomless b And you can also email us at bottomless at at gmail.com. Um, of course, Kira, you have all of your different, sort of social media handles. Um, would you like to let our listeners know how they can find you or just learn more about what's going on?
1: Yes. So um, my Instagram is mainly what I use for now. It's la Tri Girl, um, L-A-T-R-I-G-I-R-L.
2: Great. Um, yeah, and we'll also have that in the show notes for anyone who um, – wants to look that up as well as links to all the other things that you mentioned so just be sure to check those if you're interested in any of that and otherwise thanks for listening and we'll be back in a moment
3: words can hurt fists can bruise there are memories you can't lose of a way Like before You can't scare me anymore